Hi there and welcome to Conversations with Father Greg. In today's episode we have a homily for Sunday, December 3rd, 2023, which is the first Sunday in the season of Advent and marks the beginning of a new liturgical year. Let's begin our time together today with a reading from Mark's Gospel beginning in the 13th chapter. Jesus said, But in those days, after that suffering, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and glory. Then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. Jesus also said, From the fig tree learn its lesson. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near, at the very gates. Truly I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Jesus also said, But about that day or hour no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son of Man, but only the Father. Beware, keep alert, for you do not know when the time will come. It is like a man going on a journey, when he leaves home and puts his slaves in charge, each with his work, and commands the doorkeeper to be on the watch. Therefore keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening, or at midnight, or at cockcrow, or at dawn, or else he might find you asleep when he comes suddenly. And what I say to you, I say to all, keep awake. The Gospel of Christ. May I speak to you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I'd like to start today by asking you a question. Have you ever seen your profession or one of your hobbies portrayed on TV or in the movies? How accurate was that portrayal? Did the continuity experts do their job well? I'm always curious to see how clergy are portrayed in film or on TV. How is the cleric dressed? If there's a funeral or a wedding, what colors are used? How is the church adorned? Does the person on the screen deliver lines that are consistent with what a real cleric might say? There are times when I watch something and think that a particular scene was very well done. And of course, there are other times, and there are some scenes, that really miss the mark. This is not just a clergy thing. When I was a boy, my dad worked for Environment Canada, tracking weather patterns and looking at how historical trends might help improve weather forecasting. I remember watching him watch the weather forecast on the evening news. There were times when he would nod in agreement with the occasional, quietly mumbled affirmation. Then there were times when the person would gesture toward the map and get the forecast completely wrong. I remember my dad gruffly telling the TV personality to read the data, not the teleprompter. Ironically, my dad never appreciated being told that the person on TV couldn't actually hear him. 
In today's gospel text, we read about Jesus telling his followers that they should learn to read their spiritual environment. In the first portion of Mark chapter 13, we read about Jesus and his friends in the temple courtyard in Jerusalem. Impressed by their surroundings, one of his followers commented on the beauty of the temple building. Jesus replied with a series of strong warnings. He told them that as beautiful as those buildings were, there would come a time when not one stone would be left atop the other. He warned of false teachers seeking to mislead people with counterfeit teachings. He went on to warn them that the faithful would endure all manner of abuse. Now that's all backdrop for what we read today. It was a bleak forecast and, in retrospect, all of Jesus' predictions came true. The temple in Jerusalem really was destroyed by the Roman occupation within about 35 to 40 years of Jesus making that prediction. As for Jesus' followers, John was the only one of the apostles generally thought to have died a natural death from old age. Toward the end of the first century, when the emperor Domitian was persecuting Christians, John was exiled to the island of Patmos. All the rest of the apostles were martyred. Jesus went on to encourage his listeners to be watchful and to be prepared. He drew on the metaphor of a fig tree, telling them that sprouting branches are a sure sign that summer is coming. Despite the changing seasons, the things of God, and even the very presence of God, is never too, too far off. He told them to keep awake and to be watchful for the working of God in the world. Paul picked up on this theme in his letter to the Corinthians. He encouraged the faithful in Corinth that he could see God at work in their lives. Paul wrote to them and told them, I give thanks to my God always for you because of the grace of God that has been given you in Jesus Christ, for in every way you have been enriched in him, in speech and knowledge of every kind. Paul went on to say that he could see God calling them in faith and encouraged them to nurture that spiritual growth within themselves and within each other. It's that divine gift that would equip them to meet the difficult days ahead. It's those gifts that would help them grow into citizens of this kingdom of God that Jesus kept talking about. It's those divine gifts that give us the strength to stay awake, to be alert, as Christ had instructed his followers. So what's the application for our daily lives today? Our reading from Corinthians complements what we find in Mark's gospel. Jesus' repeated challenge to keep awake can be jarring, even exhausting, if not paired with the comforting and energizing proclamation that he will call, strengthen, and enrich the same community that he commands to keep awake. Advent is here to remind us that we do not launch into Advent of our own initiative. We are drawn into Advent by the preaching of Christ and the coming of the Holy Spirit, both of which go on ahead of us. Today we hear Jesus' call to stay awake and to be alert, but that's not where the story ends. In fact, it's only the beginning. Paul not only reminds us that we don't have to do it all on our own, in fact, we cannot accomplish the task at hand unless we are equipped by God. 
Once equipped, we can nurture the growth of that grace by being attentive to the things of God, not only in our lives, but in the lives of others. Let's pray. O God of all the ages, rouse us from sleep, deliver us from our inattentive ways, and form us into a watchful people, so that at the advent of your Son we may be found doing what is right, mindful of all that you command. We ask this through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen.